I have a friend who does a podcast, and before he starts recording, he puts the guest name into ChatGPT to come up with questions, to have ChatGPT generate 10, 20 questions for the guest. And I said, oh, that sounds like fun. I think I'll ask ChatGPT to come up with 20 questions about PhotoWalks TV. And um, I think they're actually pretty good. I initially thought my friend, I thought he could have done a little better, but... Uh, these are all the questions that you might ask me. So in case you were ever wondering everything you ever want to know about Photobox TV, here we go. Number one, how did the concept of Photobox TV come about and what inspired you to create a series focused on photography walks? Very simply, I was visiting Japan. I was in Osaka and I just started shooting B-roll of, of the, the experience because it was so electric and so amazing. And that, and at the time I was doing talking tech and only doing tech videos. And I just found it exhilarating and inspiring to do a travel video. And then Osaka came to life. And so that was a lot of fun for me. I showed it to a friend of mine and he said, nice work, but I need the photo tips. You're the photo tip guy, or at least one of the photo tip guys. And you need to marry both. And I said, okay, well, that's a pretty good concept. Travel video, you're on vacation, you're taking pictures with your smartphone. Uh, I can do that. And uh, here we are hundreds of episodes later. Don't have the exact number. I know that I have uploaded 800 videos into YouTube, but they're not all PhotoWalks TV episodes. Probably have about 150 uh, of pure PhotoWalks episodes. Number two, can you share us a memorable moment from one of your PhotoWalks that had a significant impact on your perspective as a photographer. Well, the whole idea of the show is to get out of your car and look around with your camera eye and you will see things that you never saw. So recently I was in Petaluma, California, a bedroom community to San Francisco, and I just roamed the streets for two hours taking pictures on my phone. And that's pretty much how um, all everything should always go, is you should just be there not knowing anything and just looking around and being amazed at what you see. What we all see, everybody is going to see something different. And that is really the whole point of the show, is to go out there and explore with your eyes and not just stay in the car or the subway or the bus or whatever, but really look around you because it's a pretty amazing world out there. Number three, what is your approach to selecting locations for photo walks? And how do you ensure a diverse range of settings for your audience? I have a 10-year plan. And I want to go everywhere. So that's my plan. I'm on a budget. I can, you know, I, I can only spend so much money on the show. So, and that pretty much is uh, hotel rooms. So I'm, I've been mostly focused on the West and where I can drive to. A lot of California, but I've been to Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, uh, Montana, Wyoming. I haven't done an episode of Montana, but I've been there. Uh, New Mexico. Um, so pretty Western focused, but when I can get out, I do. We've been to Arizona. I'm sorry. We've been to Florida. We've been to Georgia, uh, Columbus, Ohio in 2023, um, internationally, uh, Canada, Japan, uh, France, Spain, Portugal, and, uh, hopefully we're going to be in Mexico in 2024 and some other great places as well. Number four, how has the series evolved since its inception and what goals do you have for its future development? I think I'm a better photographer now than I was when I started. I think I make better videos now than when I started. I think the camera is smoother, steadier, 
and I think the show is more focused, And um, but you'll have to tell me. Number five, can you discuss the process of planning and executing a photo walk episode from concept to post-production? I come up with an idea of some of the things that I want to do. I research the area. I look online to see pictures of, of the area and what I will want to photograph and sort of try to come up with a concept for what I'll be doing. So right now I am headed to Japan and I'm going to do Christmas in Japan. I'm going to do the lights of Japan. If I can get to the world's biggest camera store, I think I'd like to do something on some of the wacky items that are, that are for sale at this camera store that we don't see here. And, uh, and then I have a friend who works for Osaka.com and he wants to show me some other areas of Osaka that we get to see, uh, that we're going to get to film. So that's, what's going on there. Number six, how do you choose the photographers or guests to join you on photo walks? And what qualities do you look for in potential collaborators? I look for locals who know their area. And whether that be a photographer or somebody who lives there, somebody who really knows more about the area than I do and can help enlighten. Number seven, what challenges have you encountered while filming photo walks and how would you overcome them? They would be technical ones or ones where I um, uh, mostly technical issues. I've had audio issues. One interesting one I had recently is I did an interview with somebody and I interviewed them in slow motion by mistake on the iPhone. And uh, I've done that once before in Santa Fe and I didn't know that I could actually salvage the interview because it usually starts on the iPhone perfectly and then it gets really slow. It's really bad, but I found a trick. You can actually salvage it in the iPhone by clicking edit and then there's a a little like timeline right underneath your video. And if you move it all the way across, you can go from slow mo back to regular mo. So that's, that should, that's something to, uh, to remember. Uh, number eight, how do you balance the educational aspects of photo walks with the entertainment value for your audience? I just try to do my best. Number nine, can you share a photo tip or technique that you find particularly valuable and that excuse me, and that you've highlighted in photo walks. My best tip is to know your camera menu. Um, there are a lot of good features in the iPhone and most of us don't really, and in Galaxy, and most of us don't know what they are and don't, no, never bother to turn them on. So recently I did a little video about um, the hidden camera tricks. One that's really important is grid and leveler. Grid gives you nine squares to line up your shot and have it lined up right. And leveler, Make sure that you are not uh, off balance and that your horizon is not all wacko. So turn those on. That's in the settings, camera, menu, composition. Number 10, in what ways do you incorporate storytelling into your photo walks episodes beyond the technical aspects of photography? Well, I am a storyteller. I'm a journalist. So every video is a story and I basically tell the story through my images which get put together during the editing process. I will write a script, but it really comes together in the edit. Number 12, can you discuss the role of technology in your photography process during photo walks, including your choice of equipment and tools? I shoot primarily on the iPhone. I try to use the most popular camera that everybody has. I don't want to run around and talk about shutter speeds and f-stops and ISO settings. I want to just show them what we're doing right on here and uh, it's been a fabulous tool. It's, it was good a few years ago. It's a lot better now. 
What advice do you have for aspiring photographers looking to improve their skills, especially those who follow your photo walks? Shoot a lot. Go out and practice. Practice makes perfect. It's an old cliche, but it's true. I learned everything I was doing wrong by editing my work. That's when I discover and I go, oh, I wish I had done it better. So shoot a lot and then look at your stuff. Number 14, are there specific themes or subjects you particularly enjoy exploring during your, photo, during your photo walks and why? I like to go to small towns. I like to go to out-of-the-way places that aren't on the, the major radar that um, are really cool, whether that be Pie Town, New Mexico, whether that be Petaluma, California, whether that be Seal Beach, California. Uh, some of the great places uh, were a whole lot of fun and don't get the uh, tourist love that they normally do and make for great photos. 15 is pretty much the same thing. How do you strike a balance between showcasing popular tourist destinations and discovering hidden gems during photo walks? Well, you know, some of my most popular videos have been the out-of-the-way out places. So uh, I try to get to them. The recent Seal Beach video did really well. A video I did about San Pedro, which is the most underrated out-of-the-way place in the Los Angeles area. It was one of my most popular videos for a long time. Pismo Beach and Morro Bay are two other areas that don't really jump off the tongue. I don't think they're met. You know, everybody's heard of them, but those are some of my most popular videos. So go figure. Uh, number 16, can you share a behind-the-scenes moment or interesting story from one of your photo walks that may not be apparent in the episodes? Well, let's see behind-the-scenes. I'm going to come back to that one. I'm a little stumped on that. 17, how do you approach editing and post-production to create a visually engaging and cohesive photo walks episode? I come back from a shoot. I import everything into the computer, which is actually, it's a second import. I also back up online before I get there. I then sit and watch all the footage, pick out the best stuff, put them in the timeline in Final Cut Pro on my MacBook Pro, and create a story out of it. Uh, usually I will take the stand-up stuff the where I'm addressing the camera and I stick that stuff in there and then I try to illustrate it with B-roll and out of that comes a story. Number 18, what impact do you hope PhotoWalks TV has on your audience, both in terms of their photography skills and appreciation for different locations? To get out, to stop driving everywhere, to get out of the car and really look around and appreciate the world around us uh, to go out with people and photograph together. How's that? Number 19, are there any dream locations uh, you would like to feature in future photo walks and why? I want to go to Tijuana. That's one of my most popular videos is when I got stuck in Tijuana without a passport and I uh, had to struggle to get out. Uh, at that point, I had no money in my pocket and uh, they were they did not take credit cards and I want to go back there and I want to explore Tijuana. I want to go to... Uh, San Miguel Allende. I want to go, I think we're going to Italy in April, and I want to go to Cinque Terre and Venice and some other places that I've been to before, but I wasn't shooting at the time. Um, I want to go to every state uh, that I haven't been to. I want to go to Mississippi. I want to go to New York. I want to go back to Maine. I could go on and on and on, but you get the idea. Number 20, finally. What do you enjoy most about the processing of, of the process of creating and sharing PhotoWatch TV episodes with your audience? I like exploring the world and capturing it on my phone and showcasing the beauty that I see and sharing it with others and making a visit to a great place 
come alive and hopefully make people want to go there and photograph it. Now, as far as the behind-the-scenes moment, I think one of my favorites was going to Pie Town and just walking into Pie Town and saying, hey, I'm here, and then getting to interview the woman who makes the pies and, and, uh, and runs uh, the, the pie shop in Pie Town. Uh, same, same deal was Molinari's Deli in San Francisco and getting to meet the young kid who is the, the fourth-generation owner of this amazing Italian deli. Um, those were two great highlights. If I had, let's see, in my favorite episode, my favorite episode is the Nova, Nova Scotia, Scotia episode, Canada. which, uh, we got to this great place that we'd never been to before and had done a little research on it, but it really couldn't tell by, by what I was seeing online. And then once we get there and we're seeing these colors and these amazing colors of these places that just pop like crazy. And... Then we got to the uh, the island port, the uh, the uh, Cape Breton Island, which is the land of Scottish music. And we woke up in our bed and breakfast the next morning, and the the woman that owns the place told me that she was a guitar player and that she had a fiddle player who was staying there. And I said, well, it'd be great if you pull out your guitar. And then she did. And then, then the fiddle player pulls out her fiddle, and they're playing music that's just out of this world. I joined in, I played a little bit with them, and I got to record them. And it really became the whole story about this, you know, this wonderful, wonderful music place and going to another world. That, uh, I mean, it's not another world, it's, it's Canada, but it's, a, it's just something you don't see every day. And uh, hopefully the music and the foot tapping and the colors really brought Nova Scotia to life for people. They certainly did for me. That's my 20 questions. Now, do you have other ones? I think ChatGPT did a pretty good job there. They asked all the right questions. And if you have other ones, I would be happy to answer them. I want to thank everybody for listening to this and watching this. And um, happy holidays from PhotoWalks TV. And hope to see you in some great locations in 2024. I'm Jefferson Graham. You know where to find me, jeffersongram at gmail.com. Thanks again.